you all. What the fuck did I do to deserve that? Nothing. I just we haven't seen Brittany in a while. I want to say hi, Fitzman. Ugh. Oh my god! Why are you being like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got so many. That's what she said. It's coming. <laughs> okay. Well, that means I'll be back for a visit in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did. I realized yesterday, it's like, fuck, we haven't had a visit from Brittany in a while. I was all right with that. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? It's your old pal, Doom. And I'm Fitz. <laughs> wow. That really torpedoed the show. <laughs> oh. uh, um, We got a lot of shit to get to. As per usual, short on time and long on idiots. Uh, question, do you want to do a Doom's Dad's Joke Corner? Uh, sure. We haven't even gotten any feedback on that yet, have we? Uh, one. We got one feedback. Okay. Oh, no. What? Um, I just looked down. We've got a bunch of Polish jokes. Oh, boy. That's... That's not gonna work. I don't think... No. I don't think that can work anymore. Wow, there's four of them here. Wow, he had a real series going there. Fucking A, dude. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Now keep in mind, everybody, these jokes are poorly punctuated in that they have none. So it's just a block of run-on sentences. So if I struggle through these, I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. And I haven't pre-screened these either. Okay. So there may be some cuts. Uh, could, just likely. Doom's Dad's Joke Corner. Okay, here we go. This couple in their 80s sitting at home when the man jumps up and puts on his coat. His wife, his wife asked, not asked. Oh boy. Oh Lord, God damn it. His wife asked, were, not where, were, you going? He replies to the doctor. She asks, are you sick? He said, no, I'm going to get me some of that Viagra. His wife jumps up, puts her, okay, he put, he used the same P for up, the end of up and the beginning of puts. Wow. That's some fucking lays right there. His wife jumps up puts her coat on, and he asked, where are you going? She said to the doctor. He asked, are you sick? She said, no, but if you're going to use that rusty thing on me, I'm going to get a tetanus shot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's not bad. That was a dad joke. Okay, should we leave it there, or should we keep going? Let's try one more. Let's see if we can go down in flames like last time. fucking glutton for punishment, ain't you? But remember last time we liked the first one, and then the second one was like, oh my god. That's what I'm saying. Okay. This guy was standing at the gates to... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. This guy was standing at the gates to heaven talking to St. Peter when he asks about the clock on the wall. St. Peter says, well, they're, they're like clocks. They move when... Oh, they're like clocks. Got it. They t- lot. Wait, hang on. Heard this one. Oh, have you? I know this one. 
Do you want to tell me? Because it's hard to read. <laughs> no. um, I don't remember the exact wording, but. Uh, well, hang on. I got it. I think. Oh, okay. St. Peter says, well, they're lie clocks. They move when you tell a lie. The punchline is we've got hers in the other room. We're using it as a fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, who's the first one? They move when you tell a lie. Who is the first one? Mother Teresa. It never moved. This one, Abe Lincoln, it moved twice. What about George W.? Oh, Jesus had that in his office. It, he uses it as a ceiling fan. Oh, okay. That wow, was a, we that could was update that, couldn't we? Wow, that was a different variation of what I've heard. I, I, the one I heard had to do with the guy's wife. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, we could really update that one, couldn't we? Sure could. <laughs> I don't know about you, but watching that the other day was like, oh, I actually kind of missed GW. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've said the same thing a couple times, and people are like, don't forget all the bad he's done. It's like. Yeah, but I mean. Right. Relatively speaking, right? He, it's he like, actually he actually seems like a genuine and a decent person. He's might have made horrible decisions and did not so great things policy wise, but I, I don't think he was like. Uh, well, I mean, I've said before he comes off dopey, not cruel. Yeah, he's definitely not cruel. Because like once he left office, and we're not going to get political this episode. Trust me. No. We're not going to dive too deep. But yeah, once he left office, it's like, wow, he seems like a cool guy to hang out with. Right. But, whew, yikes. Anyway, um, now that those jokes are behind us, <laughs> I almost said one more, but we got shit to get to. Okay. Yeah, let's get to shit. First off, I want to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Uh, How far into it did you get? I didn't get any farther than the last time we talked. I'm like, okay. Uh, I had just gotten onto the ship with the. I just escaped the stormtroopers on the train, and right. I just got on that ship. That's as far as I got. Okay. Well, I've I told you I finally beat it, which right. was shocking to me because like, oh, that's it. It's over already. Mm-hmm. Which is a big problem I have with a lot of games now. Mm-hmm. They're just so fucking fast. But on the other hand, it's like, thank God it's over. Because, look, I've told you, this is not news to you, but I love the story of that game. I really do. Right. The gameplay makes me sympathize with serial killers. Because it's like, I can see what led them to do what they did. I really can. They probably fucking had an early version of this game. Even back, going back to like the 60s, somehow they got their hands to some fucking portal in time. They got their hands on this game and they're just like, fuck it, let's kill people. Because the gameplay of this game is so fucking stupid. Like, if you get killed, it sends you back way far and you've got to go through all the shit you just went through again and get one hit on the person who killed you to get all your shit back. That fucking, that's dumb. It's fucking the most idiotic thing sounds incredibly annoying and you know me short fuse phil over here let's just say multiple chairs were punched in the playing of this game oh yeah i mean yeah uh, i i understand what you're saying because i like around playstation one playstation two i started that's when i started really getting pissed off at games in general like nes always pissed me off because they were so fucking hard, most of those games, and they're so unforgiving. Right. 
we've all heard the Tecmo Bowl story. Yeah, but the um, oh, that's I mean, that's just being mad at a computer beating me. I'm I'm talking about like Mega Man and trying oh, yeah. trying to go up the timed fucking disappearing platform things. And, mm-hmm. Oh, they're just so brutal. But I started getting mad at like the the newer gen at the time, new gen games because it was like this is fucking ridiculous. Like you can't you 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 have to go to save points and you know you have to wait between I think it was like Tomb Raider 3, I think. They started doing it to me because it was like Okay. I think that's if I remember right, Tomb Raider 1 and 2 you could save anywhere. I think. And then I think Tomb Raider 3 introduced save points and it was like what the fuck, I don't man? I think so. No? I think they had save I points. Think, I could be wrong, but I think there were save points in Tomb Raider 1. Mm. Well, there was something about Tomb Raider 3 save points that was different, though. I don't know. I played the first one, and we had a demo for the second one, and that was as far as we got with Tomb Raider until PlayStation 2. But anyway, that's, yeah, so I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, having to restart the same the same shit over and over again. But I mean, on, on NES, if you died, it was like you went back like one screen. It wasn't like, right. it wasn't like you went back 15 minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. to get back to the part where you just died. So so just so that you could die again immediately. And that's the other thing. Like, there's this mechanic in it where, okay, you can save, but if you do, it respawns all the enemies around you. Oh, shit. Which is even fucking stupider. So, like, they punish you for saving, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, plus, plus if you load in, you're right in the middle of a room full of enemies. Immediately. Mm, exactly. Oh, that's fucking dumb. Because most of the save points, there's at least two enemies close to you. Oh, that's fucking dumb. Uh-huh. So, there's that against it, too. And then the fucking, the boss battles and shit, it's almost like what you've said about Battlefront 2, where it's like, for the most part, there's really no strategy to this shit. Because I watched a couple YouTube videos of this dude on, you've got to fight on Dathomir. Mm-hmm. He's some fucking Jedi who survived Order 66. He went to Dathomir and it twisted him and he turned dark. It's a cool fucking story. Idiotic fucking execution because, like, he beat your ass. I played this fucking cocksucker like 15, <laughs> 20, 25 times. Died every time. I watched fucking how-to videos on YouTube. You do it and it's still this fucker, he just comes out of nowhere... And, like, you can't block, you can't do shit, except run, 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 and then occasionally you get a fucking hit in on him. I played that cocksucker, like, 15, 20 times, and it's like, I swear to fucking Christ, I'm gonna fucking destroy somebody or something. And then finally it's like, boom, you go through, and it's like, da-da-da-da, boom, dead. And it's like, this makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, how did I do it this time? It's like, luck of the draw. Yep. Because it's like, at that point, once you start getting so pissed, it's like, you know your fucking hand-eye coordination's dropping. So so the fact that, like, after all that time you can finally do it, it's like, this is bullshit. I'm not even like, fuck, yes, I finally did it. Yeah, like, I'm not even trying now. Yeah. But I was enjoying the story, so it's like, keep going, keep going, keep going. And, you know, I told you I had a breakthrough about that game. Uh Uh-huh. Here's what it was. I told you also, I've been reading uh, Star Wars Last Jedi by Michael Reeves and Maya Catherine Bainoff, I think is her name. Mary Catherine Gallagher? Nope. (laughs) Superstar. Um, 
Basically, the story of this game is a ripoff of those novels. No shit. Kinda. It's about a Jedi who survives Order 66, which, by the way, spoilers, everybody, because I'm going to fucking spoil these books and this game. Coruscant Knights is about a Jedi? Uh-huh. It's about... Well, I thought it was There's about... This... I thought it was about um, uh, Captain Typho. No. No, 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 no. Oh. No, it's about this dude who, in one of Michael Reeves' earlier novels, uh, you see, I forget his name, but it's like Lore Pavan, I think, P-A-V-A-N. Okay. It's about his son, who, like, his son was taken and became a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Well, after Order 66, this... This Jedi, Jax Pavan, he, I forget exactly because I haven't read these the first three novels in like years. I read them at least six years ago. Okay. But it's the ones I always told you about. They had that droid in them, I-5YQ, who's like, everybody's like, this is fucking weird. He seems like he's a human stuck in a robot body. Right. Um, well, this robot belonged to his dad. And the robot comes and finds Jax. Okay. It's really cool. You see Jax, he builds up this fucking circle of friends, and they join the rebellion. Okay. Fallen Order is about this kid, Cal Kestis, who he survives Order 66, and then he goes out on his own, he builds up this group of friends, and they go and join the rebellion. In these Coruscant Knight novels, that's why when, like, Star Wars Rebels was, was like, and now there's Inquisitors, I was like, fucking duh, didn't you read Coruscant Knights? That's where the concept of Inquisitors was introduced to me. Mm. Well, Fallen Order, Cal keeps running into all these fucking Inquisitors and shit, and I'm like, that seems awful fucking familiar. Uh, Cal even knew Anakin. Jax Pavin knew Anakin. Really? Yeah, and... In these Coruscant Knight novels, Jax has had a couple run-ins with Vader. And he's barely got away by the skin of his fucking teeth. Well, surprise, surprise, you want to know what happens in the last level of fucking Fallen Order? Oh, I know you have to fight Vader. Oh, I w- see, that was the thing I didn't want to spoil, and you were like, nope, just save it for a podcast. Nope, I, I knew that. I saw, I've seen, I've seen screenshots of that. Mm-hmm. People talking about it, yeah. Well... Like I said, Jax Pavin ran into Vader a few times. Cal Kestis, guess who he runs into? Darth fucking Vader. Please tell me they were they they were bold and took the bold route and have Vader kill you at the end. Uh, Fallen Order? Yeah. Nope. Like I said, Cal gets away by the skin of his fucking ass. Mm. Because uh, his, his mentor, I think her name is Seer, C-E-R-E. She had cut herself off from the Force, much like Luke in the movie Last Jedi. Uh-huh. Basically, they were like, anything fucking Last Jedi, we're going to put it into this game. That's fucking weird. And see, this is part of my problem with the new canon shit. Is that they just reuse a bunch of EU stuff and call it new? Kind of, and they take shit that already exists and redo it, and they're like, look what we did, and it's like, you can give the EU all the shit in the world for being hokey, whatever. They told new stories. They didn't tell the same fucking story over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, Seer fucking, she's disconnected from the Force, which I get it. I'm sure it happened to a lot of people. It is an interesting story to tell. 
But at the last minute, she fucking reconnects with the Force, comes in, and helps Cal escape Vader in the game. But it's like, okay, so you're basically retelling Luke's story because Luke cut himself off from the Force. At the end, he comes in, fucking reconnected to the Force. He faces the big bad to help the other people escape. Literally beat for fucking beat. This is the ending of this is like the last Jedi movie. That's crazy. And you remember how when um, Phantom Limb came out, they were like, well, we kind of delayed that. And everybody was like, that's weird that they keep delaying this. And then came out that there was an episode of Rebels that was basically just like that comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the same fucking thing. It's like they've got five stories and they're just going to keep retelling them. And be like, look at this new thing we did. It's irritating. Whether they're pulling from the EU or the new shit, and they're just recycling it. And it's like, okay, yes, I understand the whole fucking ring theory thing, but that only works to a point. Oh, I'm glad I didn't get into this game now. That was the thing. It's like, (laughs) I told you, it's like, I don't don't know if you're going to want this game back. And I was I was afraid that would come off as me being like, this game's so amazing, I don't want to give it back. It's not that. It's really, like, I think you'd be completely fucking frustrated with it. I'm sure I would. It sounds very frustrating. And then you played it, and you're like, ooh. I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks great. The controls, I mean, the controls are okay, too, but it's like, I don't know. There's something about these new games that I'm just too old. I'm, I just aged out of them, I think. I just... They're too pretty to look at, I guess, or they're too, it's too much like watching a TV show. It doesn't feel like right. I'm really controlling anything, mm-hmm. even though you are, but it still doesn't feel like you're controlling anything. And I think I mentioned too, like the thing, one of the things I really fucking hate about this game is all the backtracking you've got to do. Oh yeah. You were talking about that. Well, that doesn't fucking end. Oh, well see, I didn't, I hadn't run into any of that yet. Right. You're still early enough that, yeah, no, you don't have to worry about it. Oh my god, dude. And I mean, part of that is... One tiny part of that is my own fault because it's like, fuck that, I want the double-bladed lightsaber. So at the beginning, I went to Dathomir before I should have to get that because I I think Spider-Scooby told me, he's like, get it as soon as you can because, oh, it makes everything so much easier. And it's like, even with that leg up, it's still like, this game's a fucking cunt. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, part of that was my own fault. Like, I went to Dathomir before I should have, so I had to go back to Dathomir. But still, it's like, you go to Dathomir, in in the way the story's supposed to progress, and, like, they tell you, hey, we should fucking check this part out. Well, you go to Dathomir, you go through all these fucking tunnels and bullshit, and you go in, you start to go into the temple, and it's like, oh, no, fucking big bads are here. You gotta run, so you've gotta fucking leave Dathomir because your lightsaber gets destroyed. Well, then... You go to Ilum, you build a new lightsaber, then it's like, back to Dathomir, and it's like, oh my fucking god. Mm. That's pretty cool you get to go to Ilum, though. No, it is. It definitely is. Uh, But it's a pain in the fucking dick that you go to Dathomir, then Ilum, then back to Dathomir, and it's like, come on, you motherfuckers. Oh, like the collectibles are another piece of shit. (laughs) I've explored some areas, it says, like, 99%. And to get all the trophies and shit, you've got to, obviously, 100% all the areas. Somehow I'm missing fucking chests and shit that have, like, ponchos and clothes and paint for the fucking droid and paint for the ship and whatnot. And it's like, I've been over 99% of this area. 
I look at the map and it's like, I don't know where the fuck else I'm supposed to go. So it's like, you're just a fucking dick. Yeah, I hate that too, the the percentage complete stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm of two minds on trophies and shit in games because I think it's kind of fucking stupid to give you a trophy for doing something you would have to do anyway. Like, it says, oh, you completed this level, you get a trophy. And it's like, well, that's kind of fucking stupid. But at the same time, they also put in trophies that it's like, how the fuck are you supposed to do that? Where it's like, you've got to fucking hop on one foot, pat your head, and fucking rub your tummy, and say, like, fucking, the Empire has fallen 48 times in a row, and it's like, I don't even know the button to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed that you got to 99% even. I, I, I beat games, and I'm at, like, 70%. It's like, I don't even know what I missed. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I've 99%ed the game. I'm saying, like, in... Every area has a percentage. So, like, you're in a map with 15 areas. I've got one that's, like, 94%, one that's 99 and it says overall the planet's at, like, 82%. And I'm like... Like, how do you get to these other places? What the fuck? Yeah. And that's the thing, too. There's a lot of powers and shit where they encourage you to have to go back and backtrack, which I fucking hate that shit. Because you haven't unlocked the power to do that. You you haven't unlocked the force pull yet to pull fucking ropes to you and shit. And I'm like, now you're just being a fucking vindictive bitch. I know. It's supposed to be like encouraging replay value or something. But it's like, meh. Like, I love new games. Like, Uncharted, love them. But this doesn't have that same feeling for me. Where, like, in the Uncharted games, yeah, it kind of annoys me when I miss a treasure in those. But it's not... The treasures in those are, like, hidden in places where you would pretty much have to go anyway. This shit is where it's like you've got to unlock a new power, and you can get all those in one play in Uncharted 2. That's the thing. You can get them all in one play if you really pay attention. This, it's like, nope, you can't go down that corridor. It's locked. you got to have the power for it. Too bad. Like, railroad you into uh, certain paths. Which, it's like, I don't mind that, because I'm a big fan of the Crash games, dude. I have been since I was little. I'm fine with being on rails where it's like, this is the clear path you've got to stay on. But when it's that fucking bullshit, that much bullshit, it's like, you're turning me off. So when it's, I hear everybody talking about like, wow, one of the greatest Star Wars games in years. And I'm like, you fucking dumb. Because as, as many problems as you had, and I had some too with Battlefront 2, I can say unequivocally that was more fun than this well i'm excited to hear to see what they do with this new game they're talking about oh yeah the open world one. this new open world game did you ever play uh star wars galaxies uh was that the uh the like mmo RPG? yeah oh no 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 i never played any M- mmo well it sucked but it was <laughs> it was it was interesting in that it was like open world like that you know well, my worry with this new open world game is that I won't get to play it because it won't be on PlayStation. Oh, yeah, it'll be on PlayStation 5 or some shit. Well, even that, it's like I could see myself getting a PlayStation 5 at some point. Yeah. But there's talk like it could be a fucking Xbox exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah, I ain't never, I'm never getting an Xbox. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Hmm. I'll fuck with an Xbox. Oh, I know you will, but even the fucking PlayStation 5 controller pisses me off, so... But that's my biggest fear with that, but dude, fucking, you say open world and Star Wars, 
like you just touch it, it'll fucking spray. Ew. <laughs> Cause um I think I've made my love for open world games, specifically Grand Theft Auto, pretty fucking clear. Oh yeah, like a Grand Theft Auto style Star Wars game. Oh, oh that would be fucking dope. I know I, I may have mentioned this before. It 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 could almost be like what uh Star Wars Bounty Hunter should have been. Mm. Or or what they sort of kinda sorta kinda did with Star right. Wars Bounty Hunter, where it was like I never played that either. Where it was the story, but then you always had you could turn on your little targeter and like look at people in the back people around you and see if they're wanted criminals and if they are you can tag them for bounty and then capture mm. them. That sounds awesome. I mean it was PlayStation two, so it wasn't super awesome, but it was pretty awesome. I mean fucking Grand Theft Auto revitalized itself on PlayStation two, so Yeah. No, I'm just saying it it's you know, it's maybe not as awesome as I'm making it sound, but for for that it was pretty awesome. It sounds like this could be an opportunity for them to uh like fully realize what they were trying to do with some of that stuff. Right. Yeah, I never played Bounty Hunter, but I hear it's really good. It's pretty solid. I mean, what I was going to say, though, is, like, for me, I've seen, like, it kind of turn a bit. People are, when they hear, like, open world, they're like, oh. Where I'm like, why? I love fucking exploring a world like that. That's why, like, that game Day's Gone, Mm -hmm. I'd fucking nut if I could get that game. Because, like, it's a zombie game. It's open world, and you're a fucking motorcyclist who's fucking Sam Witwer. Come on, that sounds fucking awesome, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, that's Sam Witwer? I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know that was him. Mm-hmm. PlayStation exclusive. But, uh, like, Spider Scooby and I, like, one of our earliest conversations, we talked about an open world Scooby game. Oh, that'd be cool, too. Like, set it in a Crystal Cove, a, a place that's... You know, they've already done a lot of the work for you setting it up. Mm -hmm. So you've got, like, this Oceanside town. You get to drive the fucking mystery machine around. Yeah. And solve mysteries and shit. I'm like, come on. Since him and I talked about that, I'm telling you, dude, this was one of our earliest conversations. This is going back almost 10 fucking years, and it's still stuck with me. I'm like, I want this fucking game. If they would do that with Star Wars, oh, it would be fucking amazing. Even if you set it in a place we don't know, but I'm thinking like set it in like a Tatooine or some place we do know, like a place from the movies that you can go and explore. And like it's like being in the fucking movie. That would be genius to me. But even if they set it in like a Galaxy's Edge type place, you know what would be fucking amazing? And I don't know, this might be too much, but is if uh, if you had um, almost like how you could do themes themes for things on like websites and stuff you can change themes and whatnot right if you could in the game settings go in and just say what era you want and it would fucking facelift all the planets so that they would re- you know they would more resemble it's so like if you went like if you went prequel trilogy go to like fucking Naboo and Coruscant and stuff it'll be all shiny and new and stuff but if you if you went to like sequel trilogy era or sequel trilogy era even it would be like well now i guess you'd have to go to like ot and then it could be all like run down and fucked up and battle scarred and shit the same planets through each era yeah that would be fucking amazing that would 
that to me seems like a setting after you beat the game, though, which still I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do it twice. But yeah, that seems more like a... It'd have different missions, too. Right. Well, yeah. Because it would be different errors. You'd have different, uh, you know, different different people and different goals and, you know. See, now that's an idea that maybe not the sequel trilogy because that would be... Okay, let's just say you're starting at 20 in the PT. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on where in the PT you set it, because if you set it at, like, episode one, then you're, like, 30 plus... You'd be have to be, like, 70. So you'd almost... You couldn't play a human, which would be fine. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily be the same person. Well, th- what I'm saying, though, is be the same person. Mm. And you could tell, like, a story through time, like, this dude goes to Coruscant. Oh, yeah. And you could play it in each era, and mm-hmm. it gives... Almost like uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. I'm unfamiliar with that, but okay. Uh, that was a game where uh, you played as 2099 Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, 616, and then... I forget what the other era was. But, like, you, you would do shit... Or no, it was the sequel to Shattered Dimensions, where you would play as like 616 Spider-Man and you would do something, and then when you would go to 2099, that was the two errors of this game I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I don't remember what it's called. But you would do something in 616 oh, and, it and it would affect 2099. Uh, gotcha. So that would be cool, like... And with the models already built, like if you blow up a building, say, on Coruscant in the PT, and then you go in the OT and it's destroyed, that would be fucking cool. Do... Sh- Little shit like that. And see, that also is like, if you've got the framework for all of these planets and you just do a story through time like that, it would be easy to just slap a new coat of paint on it, I would think. Well, that's what I was and saying. And make it I, look more run down. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, just a cosmetic change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. But for me, like an open world Star Wars game, what that would, what would be cool about that is to say like, make it fully open world. But almost take, like, the maps, say, from Battlefront 2, and it's fully open world, mind you. You can go to fucking Mos Eisley, then you take your ship, and you can go to fucking Scarif Beach or whatever. Yeah. Fully open world, you can explore it and everything, then you can take it there. And it's open world, but it's not, your console's not having to fucking load up the full world. It's just having to load up that small map. I think that would be a lot easier and a lot better for consoles and shit, too. That's true. So, we're like I said, fully open world, but you've got to connect to these places with your ship. And that way, it you get to fucking play with everything that makes Star Wars fun. You get to have Star fucking Wars, you know? And you could even do some fucking battles above the planets and shit or whatever, but... And I would love to see that transition from planet, you get in your ship, and then you go up into space, have a battle. That would be more difficult, I think, but still cool. I mean, it can't be no no harder than, like, Rockstar does with Grand Theft Auto, where you can walk around and shoot somebody, or you can get in your fucking speeding car and shoot somebody, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I've, same seen, thing. I've seen people playing Grand Theft Auto Five and... Uh, that's pretty crazy, the stuff that you can do in that game. Right. I mean, as far as uh, do whatever you want, Mm -hmm. like, you can do some really fucking crazy shit. Oh, yeah. So, like, stuff that's like, why would anybody ever need to do that? Why would they have programmed the ability for you to do that? And see, 
Here's the thing. There's a rumor that Rockstar just developed or patented or some piece of technology that makes the AI in the games even more lifelike. Hmm. And people are thinking that could be for GTA 6. And I'm like, that fucking breaks my brain because it's like, I played GTA 5 on the PlayStation 3, you notice. And that game to me was breathtakingly beautiful and fun. You're going to fucking improve on that somehow? Fucking give it to me. I'm so down for that shit. But like I said, you add some fucking Star Wars to that type of mix, you're speaking my fucking language here. Grand Theft Auto doesn't turn my crank that much, but if you throw some Star Wars flavor on that, that kind of a game, then I'd be like, yeah, I could be down with that. And what would make it cooler would be if, like in a Grand Theft Auto 5 way, where like you've got Franklin, you've got crazy hillbilly guy, and then Michael, I think, is the rich asshole's name. You can switch between those three. Maybe not switch between them, but you could open world bounty hunter or a Jedi or whatever, almost throwing a bit of a Knights of the Old Republic flavor where you get to pick how you want to play. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. But here's the key for me with that. Make the fucking story. If you're going to build an open world, make the story at least 20 hours long. Because if not, it's like, what's the point? If you're going to make these fucking eight to ten hour games, and you're putting all this work into making this lush, living world, seems like such a fucking waste to me. That that was another thing I always loved about the Grand Theft Auto games. Those games took a long time to beat. Yes, they did. And it, it, it wasn't like a lot of games now where you've got to invest a lot of time because it's such a fucking pain in the ass or whatever. There's just so much shit to do. Yeah, there's so much shit to do, It's and it's fun. There's a variety of missions in the Grand Theft Auto games. You've got driving missions, you've got shooting missions, you've got fucking helicopter boat, mm-hmm. plane, whatever. There's a variety of fucking shit to do. Yeah. No, I loved Vice City. But then once it once it got past that, then it was a little too little too much for me, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I love me some San Andreas. I love Liberty City and I love our four, I guess, and five. Maybe that's just me, but San Andreas made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I I can understand it. I was like, uh, I don't know that I'm comfortable playing this game. This is like, this seems like, uh, this seems like it's straddling the line, buddy. It's really, it's really walking the line. This feels too real. Like this doesn't feel like a game. This is like a little too. Um, well, I mean, setting it in the '90s too. Where it's like, it, it was basically fucking boys in the hood. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Right. That's exactly what it was. But it, it just seemed like this was, that was too, like the, like Vice City was kind of, uh, f- I mean, it was f- fictional. Like it was like, it's, right. it's Scarface. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't like, this shit didn't necessarily really happen, you know? Right. But the San Andreas was like, they're doing drive-bys and okay, like this this is shit that really happens. Like, this is well, real. Up, though, is, like you could do that shit in Vice City too. Well, yeah, I know, but th- this was like, right. This was this was getting a little too accurate, I think. Right. <laughs> and you know that was a thing that made like Grand Theft Auto different than say a Saints Row, because Saints Row is we've talked about it. It's like that's where you're fucking beating people to death with a dildo bat. <laughs> like you can run down a street with a big flopping purple dick bill dildo bat that's like four feet long and it's just flopping in the wind as you run 
That's where whereas bizarre. Grand Theft Auto, the longer they went, the more real they got. I mean, back in the day, fucking you give me a PlayStation Two Grand Theft Auto game, I would impress people by the way I could zip through cars and shit. When it came to Grand Theft Auto Four, it's like okay, I'm gonna zip like I did on PlayStation Two, and it's like, and it's like fuck, oh wow, this is more realistic. I can't just fucking glide around on the roads anymore. Now this fucker, there's some resistance when you turn. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that was kind of the hallmark of Grand Theft Auto after a while. I mean, they even cut out like ammunition, the gun store in those games, because mm-hmm. they were trying to be more realistic. Mm. And it's like, you can't just walk into a fucking gun store now and buy fucking... And buy a bazooka? Yeah, buy a bazooka, buy a thing of body armor, fucking an AR-15 and 10,000 rounds of fucking ammo and be like, okay, see you next week, Clive. I mean, you can't. Well, it sure seems like you can. <laughs> you at least got to wait like two days. <laughs> it sure seems like it's pretty fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, but it ain't that fucking easy. Okay. Now it's like you got to fucking meet some dude in the back alley and be like, yeah, can I get two of those? Yeah, now you, now you just have to go to a gun show. <laughs> GTA 6 is coming. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So that's your fucking Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order update. Nice. Um, Great story. Horrible fucking gameplay. If you're uh, interested in that game, I would say just go look at all the cinematics on YouTube. Uh Uh-huh. And realize in between them, there's a lot of running. (laughs) There's a a lot of stupid shit. Yep. But yeah, I I really do. I love the story. Even though it's a fucking rehash of a lot of other better shit. It's a great story. It's well told. There's a lot of fun characters. Like you you fucking pick up a night sister, dude. Really? And she becomes part of your crew and it's like Wow, that's cool. I mean, I hate I hate the fucking gameplay on this game, but I want to see where this goes. Cuz we know they're making a sequel. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That shit was confirmed not long after the first one came out. They're like, oh, yeah, we're doing another. Oh, I thought maybe they were doing this uh, open world game instead. Uh, No, they're doing both. Hmm. And, uh, well, see, EA lost the exclusivity. Mm Mm-hmm. So everybody's making fucking Star Wars games now. There's talk of a new Knights of the Old Republic game. I think there might be another Starfighter game. There's talk of maybe another Battlefront. Yeah, you're going to start getting more than just one game every two years. Interesting. Which is good and bad. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. Right now, we've been getting like one okay game every two years. Even if you get, you know, two shit games and a good game, you're going to get more fucking bites at the Apple. So I'm like, all right. And I mean... Be grateful that you're getting those bites at the Apple because I've been bitching about this for, oh, let's see, 12 years now? We haven't had a Scooby game in 12 fucking years, dude. Wow, that's It's been that's since crazy. fucking PlayStation 2. We've gone two full console generations without a Scooby game, and I'm like, I can't wrap my head around that one. That's crazy. I think there was like four or five PlayStation 2 game Scooby games. Mm-hmm. Two of those are, like, really high, highly regarded. So, it's baffling to me that 
people are like, nah, we're good on that front. That nobody has gone to Warner Brothers and been like, I got an idea. So, yeah. Anywho, let's get into some cartoons. Okay, I'm curious. What the fuck is this thing that you ordered that's going to tie into our cartoon maroonness? I decided to pull the trigger and patronize this place online that I've seen. Uh, I forget where I saw it. It might have been a Facebook ad a long time ago. I've signed up to their newsletter, so I keep looking at their releases whenever they have them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's uh, it's a place called Animation Legends. Okay. And they sell animation cells. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And they sell them just like in random packs. Like you can get like a three pack, a five pack or stuff, you know, like of different shows that they're, they have on sale at the time. They cycle their shows, I guess. Okay. I have no idea if this place is a fucking scam. I looked around. There's not a whole lot of information necessarily like reviews from people that I've seen. Okay. Um, but what I have seen looks like they're legit and like you actually get A-rated cells, they say, which is like a full body main character or, char- you know, full character cells, not like a, not like some piece of shit, like a hand in the corner, right. you know, or something stupid like that, but like actually decent um, cells. The thing that I ordered that they put on sale, the it was uh, He-Man. Oh, wow. Their their cells have been sold out for a while, but what they put on sale was uh, production sketches. So, like, sketches that they used to make the cells with, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I bought a five pack of that. It was like 25 bucks. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, let me try it. We'll see. And then I got an itch because I was like, oh, maybe these are going to be really cool. So I went back and I've been putting this off too because this one I've been looking at uh, since I started going to this site. And they have um, Ewoks cells. Oh, wow. They had droids too, but they were sold out before I started looking at the site. But uh yeah, so I bought a five-pack of their cells. So we'll see what they look like when they get here, but they've got... Let's see. What's their... What, what do they have right now that they're they're selling? Cells oh, or turnarounds, and it's like... <gasps> good luck finding that shit. I know, man. I saw... I forget where it was. I think I sent it to you. Somebody was selling some shit from one of like the less popular Scooby shows, and it was like 30 bucks for a cell. Yeah, that's that's actually not too terrible. Actually, there's um, it's there's it's a, not, but still, it's like oh. I saw I saw on eBay my my kids saw that me looking at these, and we he wanted to look at uh, like sells on eBay, like specific mm-hmm. shows and stuff. We looked up uh, Super Friends sells, oh, okay, and there was one that was like the title card from an episode. The oh, wow. the title card sell it was like five thousand dollars. Holy shit. Or something like that. I was like, whoa. And he's like, buy it. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. But they've got, right now they've got, uh, they got 16 shows they're selling for right now. So they've got Exo Squad, uh, He-Man sketches, okay. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure sketch art, uh, some fucking weird anime shit, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. <laughs> Don't know that. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, I loved that movie when I was really, really well, they've little. Got, well, they've got like a mix of like, I guess, all the movies and stuff. It's like a grab, right. I guess it's a grab bag of whatever you get, you get. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Street Fighter. Uh, I always forget that was a cartoon, too. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where on earth is Carmen San Diego? Oh, wow. Yeah. Back to the Future. Which I saw Back to the Future set the couple weeks ago. It was all three movies and the fucking animated series for like 30 bucks on Blu-ray. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. and then there's uh, Captain O.G. Readmore's Puss in Boots. Okay. You don't remember Captain O.G. Readmore? Nope. That was like a um, ABC Weekend special. Hmm. No, o- OG read more. They would do like cartoons of books. OG read more. Oh, uh, gotcha. Get, get kids to read. But then, of course, no. they, then of course they've got a button that says "View upcoming shows," and basically, it's just a list of every fucking show that you could ever possibly want to sell from, <laughs> with no, with no dates on it of when they're going to sell them. You know, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I even tweeted it like in the vein of like. Uh, old classic literature and shit. Mm-hmm. Everything I know about classic literature basically comes from old episodes of fucking Wishbone. <laughs> you remember that show? I do. I fucking love that show, son. Recently sold out shows, Street Sharks. Oh, shit. Glad you didn't get those. New Fat Albert show. <laughs> Mighty Mouse, Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. We talked about that not too long ago. I fucking want to see that again, man. Sam- Samurai Pizza Cats. Say what? Samurai Pizza Cats. I don't know that one. That was a thing. Um, sounds like a fucking Street Sharks knockoff. I'm sorry, not knockoff. Probably a spinoff. <laughs> Flash Gordon. The old Flash Gordon cartoon. So, yeah. So I'm interested cool, to see. I don't think the cells come with painted backgrounds, though. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't think they do. I think they're just the character. But they have a... You can buy just random... This See, this is this is dumb. It's just a package of uh, random painted backgrounds. But you don't get to pick what shows they come from. They just come from yeah. whatever. So it's like, well, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, you, if you get like a fucking He-Man, you would want a He-Man background, not fucking Speed Buggy. Right. Have you found your cartoon maroons list? I did. Cool. I got it right. Well, that's not it, but I had it. Where to go? Well, you know, there it is. We've we've touched on one of the ones on my list, and as we've discussed, my list is vastly longer than yours. But let's talk about fucking Beetlejuice. That's not one of the ones I was wanting to talk about today, but since it's been a topic of conversation lately, yeah, I haven't seen it since it fucking aired, but. You said you got it for yeah, I got one it. of the kids? Yeah, after we had the kids watch Beetlejuice with us. Right. Bernie was like, there was a cartoon, I think. I was like, yeah, there was. I want to see it. I want to watch that. So we found um, some really shitty YouTube versions. Mm-hmm. But then I found, uh, you can get a DVD of it on Amazon for... I don't remember how much it was, 12 bucks or 15 bucks or something. So No like, shit. I think so, yeah. I and mean, didn't you say it was the complete series? Uh, it might be, because I don't think it was a very long series. Uh, no, I think it was, I mean, we can look it up, but I think it was only like 26 episodes, maybe. Yeah, so maybe if it was more than one season, maybe this is just the first season. I'm not sure. It was the only, it's the only one they had on there, I think. Right. But 
anyway, we got it and we watched like one or two of them. And then it was like, mm, I don't think I like this. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, well, whatever, dude. Uh, oh no, the complete series you can get for twenty five bucks. The box set of it. Wow. I must just have I only have one disc of it. Whoa, fuck, that went ninety four episodes. Whoa. That's, so that's not really bad for twenty five bucks. No, that's pretty yeah, that's pretty good for twenty five bucks. I've got a rule, you never pay more than fucking a dollar an episode for something. That comes in well under that rule. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see. it was just season one that we got. It was ten dollars. Yeah, it's not bad. But then season two and three is also just ten dollars in one in one set. Wow. It ran from September 9th, nineteen eighty nine to October twenty sixth, nineteen ninety one. That's fucked up because that was a big fucking part of my childhood. Was it really? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude. They ran that on Nickelodeon all the fucking time, dude. Wow. I mean, I'll spoil some of the other things on my list. But it seems like, to me, it was Beetlejuice, Chipmunks, and Tintin all the fucking time. Went, like, early 90s. And I remember it being, like, vastly different from the show because it's like... Oh, yeah, it was. It's like fucking... uh, The animation style is, like, real rubbery and whatnot. Yeah, it is. Wow, it's four seasons. Yeah. Yeah, it's real real rubbery and kind of bizarre looking. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it fits with the tone of the movie. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. Oh, I did. I fucking love that show, dude. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think like, he was friends with the girl, the Winona Ryder girl in the right. cartoon or something. Or it was, like, it was weird. Yeah, like, they, they were fucking besties going through the netherworld or whatever, yeah, as or I recall. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Just like, yeah. It was fucking weird, too, because it it became almost like a fucking sitcom, which, I mean, it kind of is, but it was almost like, what's Beetlejuice's problem this week that fucking Lydia can help him with? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it was kind of fucking strange like that. But, yeah, I I haven't seen it since, but I loved it when I was little. Yeah, it was definitely... um... Yeah, it's definitely dated. You can definitely tell mm-hmm. this was like a, a 1990 cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> almost, it's yeah. Like, like Courage the Cowardly Dog or something. It's almost like it's almost unsettling to watch it. Well, I mean, Courage is on my list too. That wasn't something I loved, but it was something I watched. And I'll be interested to see that Scooby Courage crossover movie. What? Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Oh, I think we did talk about that. We did. Apparently, it was going to be an episode of Guess Who. This is some fucking inside dope for you. It was going to be an episode of Guess Who, but they were like, I think we can expand this. And I think the original Courage creator was working on it, and then there was some kind of kerfuffle between him and Warner Brothers, and he left. Oh, imagine and that. They, yeah. And then they decided to go ahead with the movie, so. Huh. It's curious. Very curious. Yeah, that, anyway, sh- that yeah. show. That show was fucking dark. Yeah, it's actually pretty kind of an upsetting show if you watch it. It's kind of like and it, it, this is. It's not helped by like the late '90s, early 2000s terrible fucking CG that makes it even more disturbing. 
But yeah, it was always like fucking real monsters and shit. Let me see if it is on my list, because if so, I'll cross it off too. Yep, it it is. Um, but yeah, it was always like real monsters where fucking the old man who was a fucking cocksucker and always treated courage like shit would stumble into like some fucking long dead curse and revive it and right yeah was mummies and ooze and ghosts yeah. and monsters yep. trying to kill them all it was fucking weird yeah and that old man was just such a cock mm-hmm. such an asshole and his wife was so fucking sweet and it's like why would you end up with this fucking prick mm, i don't know cuz yeah it's it would be like if some fucking I somehow convinced some broad to marry me. It's like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Um, But yeah, and like, she was always getting possessed and whatnot, and the dog would fucking run in and be like, you stupid dog, fucking get out of here before you get buckshot in the ass. And it's like, all right, fucking dickhole. I know, it definitely doesn't feel like a kid's cartoon at all. Mm-mm. Well, that was like the fucking, you know, I I can't remember, but I think that might have been one of the last shows from the Hanna-Barbera era. Oh. I know it was on Cartoon Network when they were doing shit like Dexter's Lab and Johnny Bravo. Mm-hmm. Which fucking Johnny Bravo, that's not a kid's cartoon, but somehow it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there was. We'll save that for another time. There were several of those '90s cartoons that were not necessarily kids' cartoons, but holy shit! What? Courage the Cowardly Dog debuted February 18th of 1996. Wow, that is insane. That was a month after I saw Iron Maiden at Mississippi Nights. <laughs> uh. Well, you're fucking seeing Iron Maiden, and I'm being like, this fucking show's disturbing! <laughs> yes, it was. It was a fucking... Oh, well, it says the, the pilot only. It was a Hanna-Barbera show. Fuck it. That was a Hanna-Barbera show. Doesn't look like one. It, well, no. It, I would have never guessed see. that. Let's see. It was on the What a Cartoon show. where the, That was kind of cool, too. What a Cartoon. They would... It was, like, basically a pilot presentation. They would do shorts of cartoons and shit, and the best ones always went ahead and became series and whatnot. Hmm. Some of them were good, some of them were not. Yeah. Yeah, in the late 90s, fucking Hanna-Barbera were experimenting. Obviously. And it was pretty cool that they did that, but... Yeah, it says it ran for four seasons until 2002. Wow. Yeah, that Scooby crossover will be interesting. I don't expect it to be great, but interesting. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, hit me with something on your list. Um, should I stick with the Hanna-Barbera flavor or go someplace else? Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, we talked about it, so let's talk about, let's do Ewoks. Oh, I was expecting a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and I was like, I didn't know hanna Nope, he said we're going somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to stick to Hanna-Barbera, and then I thought, well, we talked about those cells, so let's go ahead and talk about that. Mm-hmm. I loved that show when I was a kid. I I hated droids and loved that show. And, really? And then and then as a then as a, a more grown up person, it would flip the other way. Wow. Yep, because the the droids cartoon was a little bit more mature, I guess, mm-hmm. than the than the Ewoks one. Which is weird because I was like 
Uh, probably. Well, I wonder what what year did Ewoks start? Eighty three or eighty four? I thought they both started at the same time. No, they started at the same time. I'm trying to figure out what, how old that would have been. Ewoks and Droids Adventure Hour. That's what I remembered. 1985. Holy shit. Yeah, so I would have been 12. Well, I would have been 11 when it when it first started airing. Okay. Um, I was developmentally delayed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I liked I liked the Ewoks better than the Droid cartoon for some reason. I guess because the the style on the droids cartoon was always really bizarre looking to me on the droids cartoon. Yeah. And the, and the, f- the yeah. fact that the fact that like it was R2 and three PO not with Luke Skywalker. Right. I was like, the shit ain't canon. <clears throat> yeah. See, I always, I, I, I've never seen a single episode of either, but droids always look fucking weird to me because they were again, to go back to our favorite phrase tonight, they were rubbery. Yeah. They kind of were. Yeah. They kind of had like a fluid movement, like a rubbery fluidity to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were stretchy. They looked like they were stretchy. Yeah. They they look a lot like they look a whole lot like um, the uh, the cartoon from the holiday special. Yes, definitely. Yeah, but uh, but the Ewoks cartoon looked like a standard, you know, uh, standard cartoon. It was looked like a kids' cartoon. There wasn't anything bizarre looking about it. It almost looks like it was a spin-off of Care Bears. Kinda. Kinda looks because like the same. Because it was real cutesy. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of were. That's now that you say that, it does it does kind of look like Care Bears. Um, but they uh the weirdest thing about it was the um to the bad guys, which was like the Gornish or, or yeah, Gornish, I think. <laughs> Those fucking green fucking swamp monster looking things. They look like the mm-hmm. fucking they look like a bunch of the Grinches. Oh wow. Let's see. Gornish. I guess the guy's yeah, so- I guess the guy's name was was Gornish, but the race was uh or the species was something else. Yeah, see, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about at this point. You don't know what they do you know what they look like? The bad guys? Fuck no. Here, I'm gonna send you a picture so you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I've like I said, I think I've seen the openings of both of these shows, but I've never seen a single episode of them. Yeah. I just know the Ewoks were cutesy and they had like cute little button noses and shit. Okay. Let's see, Gornish. How are you sending it? Uh, oh, they're Dulocs. The fucking city from Shrek? I guess so. <laughs> Here, I'll email it to you. Okay. Um But uh yeah, they they actually I actually have the only surviving uh Star Wars figures that I have on card mm-hmm. are joy are uh, Ewoks figures. No shit. I have like, oh no, I'm sorry. I have, I, I forget which ones I have. I have like three of the, the Dulocs. I have like the King Gornish and his lady. And I think one other person. I'd have to go bust out my box of toys. Future fucking uh, toy chest. I mean, I could go on a field trip right now. It's right across the room from me. No, no, I'm saying, though, these going to be a future toy chest? Yeah, at some point. I mean, oh, wow, yeah. their, cards I... are, their cards are beat to shit at this point, but because right. they were not stored properly or gently at all. But they are technically still in the card. So I think this dude was in the opening that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And the, the um, you could tell, like, that this was, like, at the very tail end of my uh, Star Wars toy giving a shit about. 
because I right. did, because I never even opened these. Whoa, dude! Paul Dini worked on this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is on the Adventures. Oh, wow! I didn't realize this. That was it was uh, supposed to be their adventures before the events of A New Hope. Oh, the droids? No, Ewoks. Oh, really? Huh. Wow. Huh. What? I got it. Okay, now I got to go back and watch all these. The penultimate. <laughs> the pen. I don't remember this at all. The penultimate episode, Battle for the Sun Star, which was re-aired as the series finale, shows the Ewok heroes leaving the Force Moon's surface when they go aboard an Imperial Star Destroyer that was that has traveled to their system. Mm-hmm. An Imperial scientist attempts to destroy the Emperor, whose shuttle makes an appearance. The episode has been noted as forming a link with Return of the Jedi, which features the Empire using Endor as its base of operation. Well, no shit. <laughs> but I guess... Uh, Huh. Wow. I did That's not, fucking cool. I did not realize that. I assumed that this happened, this was supposed to take place after Return of the Jedi. Wow. You weren't fucking big on keeping up with continuity back in the fucking 80s, huh? Well, how the fuck <laughs> were you supposed to know back in the 80s where this was supposed to take place? <laughs> For Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That looks fucking cool, though. Oh, yeah. Cree Summer was in this, too. Isn't she in almost everything, though? Uh, I guess so, yeah. It's, it'd be like saying, did you know Frank Welker was in this? It'd be like, yeah, duh. Mm-hmm. Who's Tabitha St. Germain? <laughs> that name sounds familiar, but she was in it, too. It almost had nothing to do with Star Wars at all. It was... Right. And it had, like, the most annoying intro song, if you look up the intro song. Mm-hmm. Um... Which I'm going to send that to you right now. I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, that's what I mean. I've seen the openings for both oh, of them. Oh, oh, okay. But yeah. I haven't seen a single fucking episode. Yeah. Well, if you've seen the, the... Open... If you've seen the openings, you've pretty much seen the shows. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember right. Well, I was going to say, the openings had me being like, yeah, we can label this like Resistance. It's not needed. Oh, they're way more fun than Resistance. Oh, that I know. Yeah. At least this was... At least this has a reason to be campy and corny. I'm sure it has its own charm, but it was just something like, well, I'm I'm not going to put in the fucking legwork to find these. Right. But it does make me wonder like how much how much hidden stuff could be in this that they've gone back and used in in canon oh, stuff. Oh, I would now. bet a lot, brother. Yeah. I wonder. Hmm. I would bet they've pulled a lot. It's one thing I regret about when I was working at Blockbuster was I never picked up the um the VHS of this when they re-released it. Right. Um, I used to watch that when I was opening the store. I would put it on and watch the whole droids tape in the store. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, man, this show's good. Why did I not like this when I was a kid? I was fucking dumb as a kid. I kind of was. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely give them a chance now. Yeah. I mean, you got to go into it knowing that it's, it has nothing to do with anything right you know it's connections to star wars are tangential at best yeah, like like you said it's basically care bears but right <laughs> but on endor yeah except somebody occasionally says fucking yub nub <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think so <laughs> um and when did it air how many episodes and when did it end um i think it was only oh two seasons 26 episodes. Oh, wow. 
And what was the studio behind it, too? Um, production company was uh, Lucasfilm, Nelvana, and Wang Film Productions. Nelvana did fucking Beetlejuice, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, distributed by 20th Century Television. Okay, I gotta check, because I think it was Beetlejuice. I might be confusing with the other thing I wanted to talk about. No, it was Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Oh, wait, no. Fuck. I might have got that fucked up. It's a Taiwan joint. Mm. Okay, now I gotta pull up Beetlejuice again, because I think I did fuck that up. Oh, here we go. Production and broadcast. The series is a follow-up later stated to be a prequel to the two Ewok films, Caravan of Courage and The Battle for Endor, which were themselves spin-offs <laughs> and prequels of Return of the Jedi. That's fucking Oh, those confusing. were prequels, too. That's what it says. Oh, shit. Fucking Nelvana did both of the shows I'm going to talk about. First, first season of the series is somewhat sophisticated, but in the second, the writing and visual style were both, both simplified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. It was an 80s cartoon. Everything was simplified. And then the 90s happened. They're like, what if we got fucking badass sharks? And it's like, nope, you're overcomplicating it again, Bill. <laughs> right. Yeah, everything was overthought then. Yeah. The Gene Smasher, doesn't it sound cool? And they're like, <gasps> no, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> or Gene Slammer, I think it was. The Butt Slammer? Fucking A. I had that porno. <laughs> you said it started in 85, though? Yeah. And it was a prequel. That's See, what it I says. Those, I mean, I've never fully seen them, but I thought those two uh, Ewoks TV movies... I always thought they were after Return of the Jedi, too, but I guess that makes sense because, yeah, I mean, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it had to have been a prequel because the Empire is still on Endor. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I haven't seen them, so I don't know the stories of them, but I always thought they were sequels. Yeah. Where it's like, now fucking look at Wiki... Wiki? Wicket's Adventures after the movie. Well, yeah, that's what I kind of thought too, but yeah, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it, it had to have been. Yeah, yeah, because that's the well, whole. That's the whole. How um, that's how um, Sindel mm-hmm. and uh, what the fuck is the, the kid boy's name? That's oh, how, you going deep now, son? That's how they. Uh, that's how they became orphans. Was the uh, the Empire killed their parents? Well, yeah, but spoilers. That could happen after the movie. They could be like, yep, we're orphans now. Let's go on adventures, you little fucking teddy yeah, no, they fuckers. No, but you see them do it. You see it oh. happen. You see the stormtroopers and stuff. Oh, that's on dark. Endor. Yeah. Oh, you know what's even darker? Watch the, Watch the second movie and they kill his brother in the beginning of the movie. They killed the brother. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that was um, upsetting. <laughs> Let's just say that. Wasn't... Wolford Brimley in those? He was. I thought so. He was. He was an old crazy coot that lived in a fucking shack in the woods. And he had some magical fucking Ewok dude that was moved in a blur. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying. (laughs) You're describing the perfect lifestyle for me. I'm just saying. He had the weirdest Ewok of all. Had like some supernatural powers or some shit. Mmm. Well, he was like an Ewok cross with an X-Man. Dun, dun, dun. I don't want to talk about that yet. We'll get there. <laughs> X-Men. Um, so it ended in 87, right? 86. 86. Oh, fuck, they pumped that shit out then if it's two seasons and... Yeah. Well, 
Okay, then. I think it said 86. I believe you. The other cartoon I want to talk about mm-hmm. is one that I've actually forced upon you and had you watch. Mm. Let's see if you can guess it. Come on. You got this. Um, It's not a Scooby-Doo? Mm-mm. Oh, no, it was 87, 85 to 87. My okay. bad. Um, Originally debuted on October 2nd of 91, and it ended on September 28th, 92. 39 episodes. Uh, Biker Mice from Mars? No, but I love that show. Did <laughs> we talk to... about that? Yeah, we already yeah, we talked did. about that. Yeah, we did. I'm trying to think of one that you made me watch. You made me watch it. I made you watch this show, and you said it was actually not that bad. Oh, fuck. What? Which I was kind of surprised by. Um, It's something that from time to time I bring up. Okay, let's see if this helps. It originally aired in the U.S. on HBO. What? I remember it from airing on Nickelodeon, though. Aired on HBO and Nickelodeon. Uh, Tintin? Yep. I fucking love that show, dude. I'm still to this day, every once in a while, I look on Amazon and try to find the books for cheap. Oh, really? I do. I Because I've never read a fucking Tintin book, but I've seen a bunch of the episodes. I've got, what, 26 of them now? There's only 13 I don't have. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up because I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> it's no wonder I grew up to like fucking Indian shit. The little one, I think, liked it. Yeah. Um, when we watched it, we watched, uh, I want to say two or three, several episodes of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, we, that's what ended up, or did we watch the movie first? I think we watched the movie first, I think. Yeah. And then I think that like the first three or so episodes of the show is the movie. Or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I know we, we watched it. I'm like, this is the same fucking thing we just watched. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, that's pretty good because it means they were pretty faithful. Oh, they were super faithful. They were super faithful. I mean, it was the cartoon was a little bit slower than the movie. Oh, it's definitely slower. That's the one thing I would say. But yeah, I liked it. It was it was it was pretty good. Reminds me, we need to go back and watch the rest of them. Did I ever lend you the second set? I I know for a fact I lent you the first one. Yeah, no, you lent me the first one. I don't think so. I can't remember if we watched all of the first one or not. Because you know, mm. of course, they have the attention span of. Uh, fruit fly so (laughs) just like with watching wwe last night or yesterday and the day before it was like he can watch it for like half hour and then he's like i'm bored it's like how can you be bored fucking steamboat is wrestling a rick rude right now yeah see when you told me that i was like you're watching smackdown that's a poor decision no i said as i was watching it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no Uh. no no, but uh, yeah, Tintin. Yeah, that's something we're definitely going to have to do a commentary for the movie. But yeah, that was a show that was on, it felt like to me, it was on all the time when I was a little kid. Oh, it was on all the time. I remember it being on all the time. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I remember Okay. seeing commercials for Tintin all the time. Yeah, and it did air on Nickelodeon, right? I think so. Because I couldn't find any mention of it, but I know we didn't always have HBO. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it did. Maybe I'm remembering it from HBO. But the thing is, too, it's like when it would have aired 
on HBO because it would have, duh, obviously first run on HBO. Yeah. I would have been too young to remember it. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, I remember. No, no, I, I know. I remember seeing it all the time, but I can't remember now if it was on it, if I remember it from HBO or from Nickelodeon. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like, it, I think it was on Nickelodeon, but I don't know because it says it aired on HBO. So, and I knew that, but I'm pretty sure it did air on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I want to say I remember it like in the same time frame as like Fraggle Rock and shit. Mm. And, be, and being like, this looks stupid. Let's watch Fraggle Rock. <laughs> well, and see, here's the fucked up thing. When the movie came out, I remember Spielberg saying when he'd go do press overseas for Indiana Jones, they'd be like, wow, you made you made an old Tintin movie. And he'd be like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? And they'd be like, you know, Tintin. He finally got his hands on the books and he was like, oh shit, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and... I remember when they were talking about making the movie and shit, he was like, it was kind of hard to get it made because people in the U.S. don't know Tintin. And Tintin, we've talked about shit like this before. Tintin is one of those shows that was like deeply important to me as a kid that I thought I made up because in before the internet, you would say Tintin and somebody would be like, are you stupid? Do you stutter? What's wrong with you? Yeah, are you talking about Rintin? I always thought it was Rintintin. Are you talking about Rintintin? What the fuck are you talking about Tintin? Yeah, that too. You talking about the fucking donuts? But I remember specifically, somebody said to me, it's like, oh, do you have a stutter? And I'm like, you don't remember Tintin? And they're like, no. Do you, have, you, a, do you, have, a, do you have a stutter? What the fuck word were they thinking you were trying to say? I don't know. I guess they were thinking, I was like, do you know Tin? And I was just like, do you know Tintin? fuck you right and i'm like like i said it's one of those shows that it's like okay maybe i made this up about a fucking kid reporter traveling the world oh no you just grew up where you grew up and people didn't have any kind of fucking they're like what you talking about reading boy want me to smack you upside the head so it's like for years and years i'm like i i guess i just made that up okay whatever and then I remember the Spielberg movie, and I had never thought to look it up because at this point I was fucking set in my ways. I made up Tintin. Fucking, I was going to create fucking Tintin books and be a billionaire and then get sued for plagiarism by Hergé's wife. And then I remember fucking Internet Age comes and they're like, uh, Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg are signed on to fucking make a Tintin movie. And I was like, I didn't make that shit up. It did happen. And right around that time, they fucking released those sets that I've got. And I was like, holy shit. And I came close to getting them one time, but they were like 30 bucks a set. And it's like, that breaks my fucking rule of never pay more than a dollar an episode. Yeah. And then we stumbled across them on Amazon one day for like, I want to say it was maybe 30 bucks for both, mm -hmm. which still breaks my rule. But that's not a bad price for 26 episodes. So it was like... But how much is that in French money? I don't know, because he's Belgian. Oh. <laughs> oh, because they speak for it. Okay. Yeah. Such a stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Here you go. Here's, a, here's one of the books. Cigars of the Pharaoh. Uh-huh. That's How much is funny. it? I don't know. I was just looking at oh. uh, information that just came up that. I was looking the other day at uh, on Amazon, and they have like 
every book except for the one that's kind of been kicked out of print because it's like a little racialist or it's something like Tintin in the Congo. Oh, really? Well, there's Tintin in America here and it's got a Native American dude with a big headdress on. So yeah, well, that's, that's probably problematic too. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm going back probably like 15 years. There was a big stink made mm-hmm. and it was one of the first times that something like that had come on my radar. Cause I think it was just before the movies and they showed the reason people were like all out of sorts about it. And I was like, Whoa, it looked <laughs> like, I don't know if you ever saw on Dragon Ball Z that one dude who was like fucking vaudevillian. He's like coal black and he's got like a tire, a pink rubber tire for lips. Whoa. And I think when they brought it over to America, they painted the dude blue. Because mm. they're like, we can't air we this cannot. shit on TV. Right. You can't. Are you crazy? Uh-huh. I think these guys kind of look like that. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, boy. So, I mean, even I was like, whoa. And I didn't even know the whole, like, vaudeville history and shit. And I was still like, whoa. That's fucked up. And that book went out of print. But uh, you think? all the books. Yeah. That, All the books but that. One's, that, I, that, one's in, that one's in the vault with Song of the South. Uh, <laughs> but um, all the books but that one, I think. And there's another one. I think it's an unfinished book that Hergé uh, did, and they kind of cobbled it together. Mm-hmm. That's in a lot of these sets. But there, there's like sets of the 27 or whatever books. And they're like... 200 bucks or something the last time I looked. And it's like, oh, hell no. Mm, Yeah. And Mm. one of them was like a hardcover set with a slipcase. And it was missing like two books. And it was fucking ridiculous. And then there was another one that was a softcover set with a slipcase. And it's like, and I think I even tweeted it. It's like, why are the 1010 books so fucking expensive? Hergé's widow got to make some bank. Fucking A. She's like, it better be three hundred dollars mm-hmm. American yep. U.S. or you cannot make them. <laughs> Which doing that it reminds me, fucking uh, Keenan Thompson, <laughs> when he was on all that when I was growing up, he would do this fucking skit of a French dude in a bathtub, and like you could see the Eiffel Tower out his window and he'd be like, oh, and shit. It always made me laugh as a kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking Tintin, dude. I love that show still to this day. And when I watched it after we got it a couple years back, I was like, okay, this is a little slow, but these are still really fucking engaging stories. It's a 1990 cartoon based on a 1930 book. Right. So, I mean, you, right. you know, the source material is not going to be the most uh, uh, blockbuster. <laughs> There's no Gene Slammer in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No butt slammers uh, in Tintin. <laughs> Tintin, in the but- case of the bat butt slammer. <laughs> show that like when i think of that it takes me back to early 90s table rock lake before my grandpa died oh yeah they had a fucking 
house on Table Rock Lake, and it was like, damn, they let you watch Tintin down there. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean? I'm just saying. What? Too highfalutin? Yeah. My dad's dad was cool. My mom's dad was cool too. My grandpas weren't the problem. It was everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't mean. I didn't mean your grandpas. I just meant the surrounding area. Oh. I didn't know if they had an FCC block on educational television down there. Don't you smarten up them boys. I'll bust your head. (laughs) Okay, it's the Red Green Show for them. (laughs) Now go out there and catch some catfish with your hands. (laughs) No, we don't use a pole. What, you a pussy? You just stick Um, your hand in the hole like this. (laughs) 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 If it bites down, it's a good one. (laughs) but yeah no that's what i think of because a lot of like batman 89 it does the same thing it takes me back to table rock lake when i think of aristocats same fucking thing fucking weird collection of shit to think of that fucking cabin on the lake but still yeah batman 89 takes me back to uh northwest square cinema in the nice shopping mall that they built right there the strip mall Mm-hmm. And uh, they had moved Skates Plus Skate Shop into there. Oh, wow. And there was this place called Fads where you could go and they had like dirty greeting cards and like bumper stickers and awesome. like, like a Spencer's almost. Yeah. So you could go and look at look through there. You go to Skates Plus and then go see a movie. I can see cartoon titties in this card. Yeah. No, they weren't even cartoons, I don't think. Oh, there was a adult. Oh. There was an adult section we slipped into a couple times. And there was like the some. There was like comes in. Yeah, there was like some some for real uh, nudity going on in those cards. Oh yeah, nineties. Yeah, well, eighty nineties, eighty nineties. Not even just women nudity. It was like there was like oh, dude. God. There was like dude cards and girl cards, and it was like fucking free for all in there. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Whoa, that's what I'm they're just, supposed to look like. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, it's like not—it's not unusual to see like some smutty dude cards that like have titties all over them or something. Right. That's like, like, yeah, of course, sure. But then when you see one that's meant for women or I guess gay dudes with the dudes with their schlongs hanging out, it's like, whoa! Now we're on a different level. <laughs> like I said, you're like—is that what they're supposed to look like? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> we stopped going there after the manager threw us out one time. Oh yeah, yeah, because he thought we, he thought. Okay, he thought I was there with my cousin and Molly and some other people Anybody. before a movie, mm-hmm. and there was this pile of like stickers, like uh, I don't know what if they were band stickers or just logo stickers, some kind of stickers. Scratch and sniff assholes. Yeah, and. <laughs> and we, they were looking. They were looking through these stickers, and the manager comes running over and yelling and screaming at us because we messed up all of his stickers and made a mess. And it was like they were fucking like that when we when we got there. What are you talking about? And so he made us leave, and we weren't allowed to come back. I was like, "Fuck you! I don't want to come back in here." I was like, "Fuck you! Take your dick cards and fucking go lick them and shove them up your ass." Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever been thrown out of a store. Yeah, that was like the only time I'd ever been told to leave. Well, I didn't get thrown out, but 
Molly and my cousin did because they were the ones touching it, touching the stickers. (laughs) (laughs) I know I had to correct myself. Um, Poor choice of words. They were the ones looking through the stickers and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? And we like argued with the guy and he was like, no, get out. Just get out. And we were like, okay, fine. Fuck off. So like, what am I going to do? Stay in there and look around? (laughs) No, I don't want to. I think, honestly, the only place I could say I came close would be the 7-Eleven down the street, because I've told you about the old bitch that worked in there. And she was just, I hope she's dead now. Oh, I'm sure she is. But I don't know, fucking Ma said, oh yeah, she worked in there when I was fucking like 18. Well, that she's definitely dead. I don't know, old bitch seemed like she was going strong when I was a kid. I don't know, working 7-Eleven's a tough lifestyle. Mm. She did it for 30 years, though. I know, I'm saying, but I'm just saying. She's like a cockroach. I know, I'm just saying there's like, I'm sure there's things that go along with being a career 7-Eleven employee that are probably rough on your body. (laughs) Yeah. But she'd always be like, get the mop and clean up your messes. And it's like, there's not even a mess here yet. Stupid. Suck my dick. I don't work here. (laughs) Fuck it. We We told her that so many times. Like, I ain't doing your job. But... Anyway, Tintin's a good show. It sure is. <laughs> Anywho, time to wrap it up. But that's good. I like doing these Cartoon Maroons episodes. It really bummed me out that we didn't get one in last year. Yeah, well, now we got one for this year already. Fucking A, son. It, it was a fun tradition. We used we were doing them, I think, the first two times we did them before the, uh, before the yearly anniversary shows. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, last year was so fucked up, I didn't even... Didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I realized after we fucking missed it, I was like, oh, man, yeah. we didn't do one of those. Yeah. Well, you just said, you just mentioned it a couple weeks ago or a week ago or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we did used to do those. And we only missed it one year. But right. it's, it's, it felt like that was like five years ago. Like we did it one time oh. at the very beginning. <laughs> fucking A. That was like fucking last year, dude. It felt like 10 years in one. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, there is something about these shows, like, even when we're talking about goofy shit, which, I mean, I've said it, I watched it when I was a kid, but there's still something special about Street Sharks where it's like, that was one of my shows, you know? It's fun to go back and talk about these shows. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, there's another, there's a show on my list. I mean, it's kind of the same. It's that mask show, Mm -hmm. but it's the same thing. It's like, that show was kind of shitty. Such a good concept, but kind of shitty and cheesy 80s. Like, based on the figures mask? Yeah. Okay. I still go back and watch it and just watching the opening. That's mm-hmm. the best part of it is the opening and the cheesy ass 80s song. And it's like, right. oh, it makes me feel like, oh, it makes me so feel so good. Well, I mean, I'm almost out of the ones where I'm like, yes, I watched it. Yeah. I think I've only got two more and then the rest of them are shows that it's like, if you make fun of them, we're going to have a fight. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just fucking Fun. I mean, okay, I'll tease one last one. We don't have to talk about it fully, but Animaniacs. Okay. I did that episode on Patreon. Yeah. It was a fucking revelation, dude. Like rediscovering it? Oh, yeah. Because I had gotten the DVD set and I just kind of sat on it and then I was like, fuck it. The new show's coming out. Might as well. And dude, it all flooded back. That ain't a fucking street shark. (laughs) But we'll save that for next time. But I think next time I'll probably get... I'll, you know, plunge the turtle a bit and get rid of the other ones. I was like, well, yeah, I don't know if I have any on my list like that. I, the only ones on my list would be like 
the equivalent to that would be like ones where it was like I didn't necessarily watch them that much, but they weren't like my super obsessions. They were just like, oh yeah, we used to watch that sometimes. See, I I grew up with fucking cable though. What do you think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the last fucking run of Saturday morning cartoons too. Oh where yeah. Where it's like you had Fox Box and Kids WB and Fox Box. That sounds fucking dirty. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a hentai show. Oh, I see. I was no, checking, it was I was a programming block. To check that one out. <laughs> That's where fucking Batman the Animated Series started, I think, was Fox Box. Really? I thought that started no, that started in prime time. Or or pre prime time. I think. I th- I think the pilot aired in prime time. Oh, I thought it aired every Sunday night at like six thirty. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't fucking know. I remember it. I remember watching it on fucking Saturday mornings, and then like late '90s, early 2000s, it was on after school. Which mm. that's something that doesn't fucking exist anymore, man. Yeah, that's fucking... that would have been that would have been when I was watching it at Jennifer's apartment at college. Holy shit! We would we'd watch it on this tiny little uh, rabbit ear color TV that I borrowed from my mom's house. Right. We'd watch it after classes was were out, like at ninety seven, ninety eight. Or, oh, that would have been like yeah. Superman the animated series times. Yeah, I'm talking like, well, fuck, I I could be wrong. That could have been when I was watching it too after school, like three o'clock. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. I think like See, people's. I think like people's court would be on and like, or something like that, and then. But I, do you remember them, Aaron? Re Aaron? What's new? Or uh, Scooby Doo? Where are you and shit at that time too? Nope. Yeah, I remember Batman the Animated Series, like the Jackie Chan Adventures, and Scooby-Doo. After school? Yeah. Oh, well, this must have been a different year then. From like, well, it was late 90s, I know that, and it was like... Well, this would have definitely been 96. block. This would have been definitely 96, 97. Yeah, see, those are the years I don't really remember as well, because that's when my grandpa's died. Oh. Uh, like, I think it was 96, 97. Yeah. So I'd have been like five and six. Those years are kind of a blur. I would imagine. Yeah. So it was a little bit later than that. I'm thinking like 99, 2000. Okay, yeah. But they would do like a two-hour block, Kids WB block, which that's what I was going to fucking bitch about. Kids don't have that anymore. Now it's like, fuck it, stream it whenever you want on Netflix or Hulu. Mm -hmm. We had, it was before the internet became such a big deal, we had a fucking block of cartoons, not just Saturday mornings, we had that too, like three hours, but every day after school, three o'clock, it's like, oh, I can't miss fucking Scooby-Doo, or I can't miss whatever, for fucking two hours, and then it was like, okay, fun's over after the hell of school, time to go back to the hell of school and do homework. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And as close as we lived to that school, it was like, we could get picked up and be home before the first commercial ended. That's cool. That's the shit I'm talking about when I'm like, God damn, I missed those days. Yeah. Wow, this took a real melancholy turn at the end. It's okay. It's been that kind of day. It's been that kind of life. <laughs> True story. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's Cartoon Maroons for now. We'll come back to it. We've got to, because I've got... Oh, I've got all my best shit still in the chamber. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I got my best shit, the stuff that I could really gush about. Oh, wow, I've still got shows on here were like Tintin I was like I think I made that up and then I years later I was like I didn't make that up <laughs> yep which there's one I we've got to talk about it next time that I'll be shocked if you're like oh my god I love that too <laughs> mm, okay that'll be interesting but anywho yeah 
let's fucking wrap this bitch up, huh? <clears throat> Patreon shoutouts. Let's start there. Our Patreon shoutouts for this episode go to at GGAMK3. Oh, wow, I just turned fucking real pukey and professional into the microphone. Like this week. Well, saddle up. Anyway, uh, Patreon shoutouts go to at GGAMK30, at Spider Scooby, at Steve Boost, at AC Farrell1976, at S Morgan21, at Josh MGA, at Midnight Smoke1, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at TESD Groupie, and at Dan Gents. That's Patreon shoutouts. As for our other thank yous, at, thank you to at the J Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries, at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nerd design, and at Steve Boost for our Nerd Rats design. As for our shit, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at nerdblitz.com, including if you want merch. There's links there to our Redbubble and Teespring. And if you want some extra audio, you can get to our Bandcamp or Patreon from there. But remember that Patreon has new content uh, every week almost. No, it is every week. There's new shit going up every week at patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. By the time this dropped, we'll probably be over 35 hours of content there. So for just $5, that's a fucking steal, y'all. And there's uh, new reviews going up there. There's the Franklin Affair. Um, we're slowly dripping that out over there before we, you know, turn it into an audio drama eventually. But yeah, patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. Check it out, gang. And definitely, we haven't talked about this on a main show yet. Go to the all-new, all-different nerdblitz.com. Yeah, new site, new layout, new... Same assholes. <laughs> yeah, same fucking garbage as the last place. <laughs> but now with advertisements. Yeah! <laughs> Go over there um, and click any of the Amazon banners, and uh, we'll get a small kickback from whatever you buy. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but you'll get a small fucking kickback. Or you will. No, we no, will. We will. Fuck you. you. No, you'll get nothing. <laughs> you'll we'll just get. get what you order. Right. But it doesn't cost you anything more. <laughs> but yeah, go do that. Gives us a little fucking kickback and makes doing the show even easier to do. Because we can be like, look, we just made fucking two cents off there buying a fucking, I don't know, dildo. <laughs> if that's what you want to buy, it's up to you. We don't yeah. judge. Nope, we don't judge. Anywho, uh, yeah, that's nerdblitz.com. Go check it out. Go look at all the fucking stuff we've got over there. It's fun stuff. We're desperate to entertain you with our silly horse shit. Well, one of us is desperate. The other one's just like... Why don't nobody go there and read shit? Why you gotta call me desperate? I mean, it's not untrue, but why you gotta call me out in front of the kids? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, two links you need to remember, nerdblitz.com and patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod. Other than that, I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. And on both Twitter and Instagram, we're at nerdblitzpod, just like the fucking Patreon. See how easy all that is? I think that's everything, though, isn't it? Did we mention that this was our 109th episode? Maybe not. You know, since we've hit 100, I'm just like, this is insane. Yeah, I've, I've lost, I've stopped counting after 100. Now I'm like, I don't know, is this 8 or 9? Are we done yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah, are we done yet? <laughs> are, are we successful yet? 
we hit 100. Do we still got to go? <laughs> we still got to do this shit? But yeah, the build up to 100 was like, wow, this is exciting. And since we've hit 100, I've been like, oh my God, we've hit, a, we've done 100 episodes. I know, we've crossed over. I know, it breaks my fucking brain, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it really does. Anyway, other than that, it's time to say... Bye. Take your medicine, son. Oh, my God. You just pulled out your earbuds, didn't you? Yep, I did. (laughs) How'd you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. (laughs) Can I come back now? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fucking Gabriel Iglesias laugh right there. I just realized that. Because I noticed when he does his, uh, hello, hi, does the same type of laugh he does. Oh. Well, anywho. Anywho. See ya. Come see back ya. next time. Yeah, let's not have Brittany over again for a while. Uh, dude, it's been like 50 episodes. Well, it should have been fucking 150. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.